0: what's going on guys and welcome to totally blitz podcast this is the motherfucking fight club and we're our host for this episode i'm paul pick Wyndham win them concha board man gets paid got my motherfucking vodka and i'm joined with
1: hey man you already right, know it's your boy kev water boy you feel me man and we out here talking some real boxing shit big banking shit you feel me I always gotta pull up if we talking to your I'm just saying, there's a couple of niggas I always gotta pull up for. Tim, Fimo, Tia Fimo is at least three of them.
2: <laughs> three man, what's going on, boys? It's prime time, man, and you already know what it is. We talking that Brooklyn May boy Tiofemo Lopez, man. The the comeback tour, the fucking revenge tour,
0: whatever you want to call it, it's coming. Oh, you want to know what to call it? I'll tell you what to call it. So, that boy Tio Fimo said, this is not the takeover. This is the fucking take back. Bag
2: is bro. I remember when he was coming up, I used to think the
0: takeover shit was so tough. No cap. But I'll take the take back. No lie, bro. I'm not going to lie. This may be an early birthday present to that boy Marcus. If y'all don't know that boy Marcus' birthday is in September. So... For an early B-day president, top rank gave that boy two of his favorite fighters, Teofimo Lopez, who I think, I may be wrong here, do let me I'm wrong, but that's that who I thought was your favorite fighter in boxing. And then Xander Zayas, I think, without a doubt, is your favorite prospect in boxing. Is that safe to say? Uh, yeah, yeah. It- the one – the thing about
2: the prospect, I would throw Keyshawn up there because I was at Keyshawn – You do like that, boy. Yeah. I was at Keyshawn's pro debut, so I was like, boy, I got to rock with you. But, nah, bro, overall, you right, though, because Teofimo, man, was my fucking dog, and I'm still riding with him. Fuck the loss. He's, that boy's got his mental right, man, and he's ready to take over this 140 division, man. I ain't going to lie, man.
1: I, when I seen – I. I was so upset, right? Because I'm a big Lomachenko guy. I like the fact that the nigga left to dance and came back and started whooping the niggas' asses like shit wasn't the same. You feel me? You can't, you can't, you can't root against a motherfucker like that. But I didn't get to see like no Lomachenko fights until that Teofimo fight. So I'm like, hey yo, best fighter in the world. He's gonna fuck him up. And that's when I learned a lot. That's when I learned the long way who to fuck Teofimo Lopez was. And not only that, since we're from Florida. That nigga from Miami, you feel me? I went to Miami, and I was talking about fighting, I was like, it was like, who fighting? I'm talking about the McGregor and Portier fight. You talking about some? Do, do you female fighting? I'll be like, how oh, you know that nigga? Man, I used to box with a nigga. Nigga showing me pictures with the nigga and shit. I'm like, For that's me. crazy. Like, this nigga's, this nigga's really from out here. This is my dog now. That's,
0: that's crazy. I'm not going to lie. That's dope as fuck.
1: And a 7-Eleven. And you know there's a million 7-Elevens in Miami.
0: A hundred million, bro. Don't on to sell it. But uh, it. I mean, before we even talk to you, Fimo, because I know that's what we all want to talk about, we cannot, We I stress it, we cannot skip over Xander Sayas in the co-main event. Last time we talked to him, we talked about how old boy was crying. He couldn't fight last fight. Now he's back. Maybe he gets to avenge those tears. He's fighting Elias Espadas, the Latin kid. 22-4, 31, 32 years old, a little bit older now. Still a great, great fight for Xander Zayas and his promotion to get better. I'm going to let that boy Marcus take the ring. This is this is his boy. Let, let us hear it. Hey, man.
2: A boy with sad, crying tears on Twitter when he couldn't fight back in June on the Puerto Rican holiday. At, I think it was at the Garden, too, in the Bronx, but – that was the fight that Berlanga bit the dude on the ear. So, chick crazy. But, man, Xander's the truth, man. Like, out of a lot of the, like, when you just watch it, bro, like, he, is, he his IQ is just higher than a lot of guys his age, bro, especially his age. And, man, that boy's just going to be a grown boy, man. That boy's going to be taking over a couple divisions. And I think it's going to be a good test. You notice he fights almost every couple months, he's always on these top ranked undercards. He's staying active. I feel like Top Rank is doing a good job building up his career or building him up right now while, you know, he's still young and shit. Cause Another Florida boy, too. Yeah, he from Orlando, bro. Like, he like that. that. He be from- training in Orlando. Well, I know exactly what gym that should
1: – like, where it's at,
2: too. That's crazy.
1: That boy from the 4-7, so he told me motherfucking – Two Florida boys out here. So my question is, what? who are they fighting? And, like, who, who's on their resumes? Who's on Xanazayas' resumes? So, we you know Lomachenko's on my dog, female. No What's
0: one yet. Yeah. I am going <laughs> to say, Xanazayas is only 13 and, oh, 19 years old. He became a pro at 16 years old. Like, he was, like, fucking, I think, youngest Puerto Rican ever, youngest top-ranked pro ever. Yo- I think youngest pro ever, right? Like, I couldn't yeah. I
2: I I don't know about youngest pro ever because Canelo's he turned pro like in Mexico at like fifteen, but
0: That's true. I
2: know he's for sure the youngest prospect in top rank history.
0: Yeah, sixteen years old, that boy turned pro, and he's only thirteen. He's thirteen and 0, 19 years, eleven months. So he will be turning twenty real soon. This is like a birthday present wrapped up for him with the lies of the spotters. but. I agree with Mark. I think they do a good job. Like, I can't say his resume is anything. No, but, it's not. But it's because of the fact that he's 19 that, years old. But like, yeah, and that's you also name the way another 19-year-old is. in boxing right now with the resume he has. Like, like, there's no one at 19 fighting, like, even though these aren't great fighters, there's no other 19, 19-year-olds are still sparring in the motherfucking gym right now. All right, like, like He's pro and he's doing the damn thing. And I'm not going to say Elijah's a spot as a bad fighter, but 22 and four, he's a good test, a good make you work a little bit more. We want to keep seeing him grow as a fighter, but he's nothing to write home about. But like 19, bro, like, like I, that's what blew me away when I found out how young he was and like he's doing this damn thing. Yeah, and like to be
2: 19 and have that, have that high of an IQ is old like ridiculous bro and like he just know what to do he knows how to keep his distance if you just watch his fights like the way he keeps his distance his combination punching the way he can go up and down body head like it's just, it's ridiculous bro am and then he
0: has a big fan base too am i wrong to say that he reminds me of like Shakur Stevenson of 154 hell yeah like he he just got that like Complete. Knew, like, he knows yeah, the way, bro, like, He knows how far practice. you are. He doesn't have to throw a jab to know if you're in his range. He doesn't know sure. if you're in his range, and he'll like and, and like he doesn't. Make, he did get a decision win in his last fight, but oh boy, he was walking back the whole time. And Xander Sayas was putting his ass in the corner and just wailing on him. Like there was multiple times where like he wasn't knocking him down, but if a ref was to say, "Hey, bro, this fight's over," other guys not even fighting back for the past minute. I wouldn't have been mad. Like there was this there was this multiple times of that. And Xamazari is a hand speed power. He's one, I think he's 154 right now. And I could see him the one I could see him even going up to the, the bigger. He's just so young. Like he's just big. Like I
2: He is he is pretty big because he's only 19. So like he's gonna he's gonna go into those 160, 168. I, man, I could be even touch 175, bro, by the time he's like really
0: he's gonna be fighting he, he's gonna be fighting better be and, and better BF is like 46. But, but like Nah man Xander
2: it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun career to watch for Xander, man. Like he's gonna be a guy to be a, a real threat at 54. And like he's gonna be able to keep his body down for so long because he's still so young, man. Like he just it's gonna be fun to see him, man. That Van Codo backs him up. No,
0: I I agree with you because if you were to tell me his next fight would be at one forty seven, I wouldn't even be
2: shocked. Yeah, because
0: like he's able to keep that slender size of the whole time. Like I, I'd like, be crazy to see him at one forty seven because he do got power too. So he did his first fights were at one forty seven, but like natural size, he moved up. But yeah. given all that, I mean, I think he's like a minus two thousand favorite. We don't like. I think we're all rocking Xander Sayas. I just want to see him maybe get a knockout here. Maybe yeah, I want to see a
2: highlight performance.
0: Yeah, hopefully Espadas isn't running the whole time. So we get to see a little bit more out of Zayas where we get where we didn't get to see last fight. And plus he was crying last time. He gets to avenge those tears. Wipe right, them. Um. Anything else anyone wants to throw on this fight before we move on to the take the take back? To take that, man. i'm actually i'm actually
1: intrigued on xander's eyes but i actually missed that first fight the first fight card so i always was so i it's, i'm scared time to go tap into bread we did make fun of him we started crying but you know why we are all here we gotta talk about the boy we're not talking george we're talking Tia female motherfucking lopez homie so tell me what marcus tell me what makes Tia female so motherfucking great
2: hey man i ain't gonna lie bro He's generational talent, man. I'm putting that out there. Like he really he the way his that fast twitch, the mixture of speed and power, pop, and like just that quick twitch, bro. Like, man, he's different, man. Teal is different. You just go back and watch. You could put that like not fuck whatever happened afterwards or whatever. You put that Teofimo versus Lomachenko fight up against a lot of like, you know, like the young man taking over the the young fighter taking over, bro. Like Teofimo put on an A plus performance in that shit, bro. And I think he can touch that again. That was when what two three years or not two? It was like three years ago. No, so like,
1: really two years ago, man. That was like
2: 2019, so it's really not that long ago, bro. And like. Yeah, he had the slip up with the defense, but he had family shit going on. Hey, he had a he had a fresh newborn coming. Like there was a bunch of shit going on. He wasn't really ready. He he shouldn't have fought at one thirty five. What's up, Pauly?
0: I would say the defense ain't the thing that I think hurts him. I think the, that that loss is ain't that bad. It's just the arrogance he showed. Like cause he used to be arrogant before, and that's one thing. But then he turned into like the bad arrogant, which yeah. was. Like the Adrian Broner type arrogant. Yeah, definitely. It's because his dad. dad, Thank you. His dad was the Joey Camacho. Not Joey, my bad. No, yeah, Joey Camacho. Great trainer. He slowly left the team after the Lomachenko win, and he was really the real trainer. And then when Tiofimo only had his dad in his corner, which I think was like his hype man, I think the arrogance, like if if he lost to Camposas is one thing, but – he lost to Cambosas after probably, like, a historic shit talk of, like, every, like, just the way he cared, like, every, it's one thing to lose, it's one thing to lose when you're screaming loud about how you're going to knock this motherfucker out. but nah, I know, it. he kind of fucked
2: himself up, his dad be talking crazy, and, it's a bunch of bullshit, bro. Like, don't that make them some they some classic New York guys, bro? They got some loud ass mouths, bro. Like, that's literally New York what it Puerto is. Ricans. Yeah, some classic fucking Brooklyn Puerto Ricans, bro. It's literally them boys go crazy, especially as hot, bro. OG Brooklyn guy. Like <laughs> that should be funny as fuck, but
0: He probably stabbed a few more cats back in the day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but shit, man. TR like who are he should have just moved up after the Lomachenko fight, but shit, fuck it. Now he 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 took that L. So now he he took it early. So now you don't got to worry about it later on. You already, you're over, you over that now. You keep going. I feel like he shouldn't be talking about it. Keep going forward. Talk about like how you're gonna take over 140. You know, I feel like he could stay at 140 for a minute too. Like just chill at 140, pick up these wins, fight uh wait to see what Taylor's gonna do. Cause I don't know if Taylor's gonna move up or if he's gonna defend the belts again. I doubt he's I probably gonna fight he Yeah, he's probably just gonna fight Caterall and that's it. So I mean boom then uh, the belts are up in the air and Tiofimo. I mean I don't really see too much people fucking with Tio at 140. I mean I don't even see much people fuck with him in general but at 140 you got like Pro Grays. And, All right
0: like, the Tiofimo Femo stand coming out.
2: Hey, that I really bad. Devin Haney, come on! I don't. Devin Haney's nice, but I'm taking
0: Teofimo over Devin Haney.
2: Garcia, Tank. No,
0: but i think the re, I I think the reason he moved up is not only because he lost the belts, but also he was the fucking massive at 135. Like that's what I'm saying. His dad, all of them
2: knew he was too big to be at 135. Eventually, it was coming. Him. They thought Cambosis was gonna be just a rollover, a uh, mandatory guy. They wasn't really, but then Teal Female had all this behind the scenes bullshit. So like, and then Cambosis came with a little fucking his this dumbass. So I like, I mean, shit happens, but now you gotta look forward and just keep it pushing. But I don't I don't see nothing really changing with Teal skill set, man. I still think. He a top dog. He can generate that, what he did with Loma, man. Shh.
0: I will say that, like, this is his first look at 140, but he was so fucking big at 135 and so athletically gifted as a fighter, and the way he bullied guys, I don't see much changing at 140. Yeah, when he sees Josh Taylor, he may, like, they're going to be equal sizes and everything like that. But before that Josh Taylor fight, Everyone else, I think he has the edge on on size. Like, he's still – like, he may be more shorter and more compact, but, like, size-wise, he's still the physically bigger dude. His power won't hurt too much. Yeah, the 140, they may be able to take a punch more, but he still has the same power, still has the same speed. He still. Punches. I like him to get knocked a big knockout still at 140. Big. And one thing I think will help him more is when Tio Fimo's at his best, is when he's not relying on his size, rather, his skill when he's out boxing dudes. He's the reason why Cambosa's, I think, really had the day with him is because he looked so like the arrogance I was talking about. He looked so down upon Cambosa's, he was like, I'm gonna knock this motherfucker out. And then, like, he didn't rely on skill, he was loading up his shots, he wasn't um using his jab, he wasn't um, creating his uh shots. And because right. of that, Cambosis and him were throwing, and he got caught a few times. Towards the end of the fight, he used his jab, he used his footwork, and he was looking like the better fighter, but the damage was done already. He already lost that fight. And uh, so I think at 140, where his power it still carries over, but it won't carry over as much, he will have to rely on his skill, and we'll see the best teal female probably we'll ever see. And because of that fact, where he, like he now he can't just rely on his size advantage. One thing I think will hurt him though that scares me, not for this fight. I think everything points to this is a tune-up fight for 140. I don't I any mean, nothing shows me that Pedro Campos should win this fight. But the one thing that scares me in the long run is that Joey Camacho, Gamacho, that was in the cans for the Loma win. He's gone now. He left. He slowly left out that door. Like, he was with him throughout multiple fights up to the Loma win. He left, and his dad took the forefront. And his dad being the corner, if you all remember the the Cambosis fight, which I I just happened to re-watch recently because now I'm in boxing, he was in the corner. It's like, his whole corner advice was, why haven't you knocked him out yet? Go out there and knock him out. Like that's like like, he has no, like he's still he probably knows boxing, but like that's not the corner corner advice you need to go give someone who's already loading up on shots and getting dropped. So I just want to see how far it take him. But other than that, I think he just rolls over campa. Other than campa being a natural 140er, there ain't nothing to him that scares me. He he has a, a, a weird stance where he hunches over so you can't hit his body. He hunts over his left foot, so you can't hit his body. And the only thing you can really land is uppercuts. You can't land the overhand on that. But I think Teofimo was just gonna just roll this fight. Like he he I don't understand the hate he gets other than his arrogance. Outside of that, boxing skill-wise, he has one loss, but he was he fucking beat Teofimo. Oh uh, not Teofimo, he beat Loma Chaco, who was fucking understood. Yeah, up. <laughs> like so. I don't know why he gets all this hate. I think he's gonna do fucking great at one hundred and forty.
1: I think. It's, uh, I think he's I think, gonna
0: be a champ. I think it might
1: be the characters and um the characters into that division because you got so many fan favorites. Like you had the email champion Devin Haney at the time. You had motherfucking Tank. Everybody swears is the pound for pound champ. Motherfucking Garcia. Garcia. So like. Loma he's not, yeah, he's not Garcia a motherfucking bomb. He's not a fucking hey, we're gonna say that for all the Garcia episodes. 'cause I'm tired to- him. But he, he doesn't have that um that same like kind of touch with the fans and stuff like that. So I feel like it's easy to hate him, especially when you take out Lomachenko, like you how know many people he lost money that night? Like motherfucking Ooh, So many. Yeah, like he niggas was, and he beat him like nah. It's not like it was some bullshit decision.
0: Go on my Twitter, man. I was and he was loud about it. Like I say, when you're loud and you're like, it's a robbery. I got robbed, and everyone else is like, nah, you lost, bro. Like it don't look good. tweaking
1: on that one. It don't look good. I feel like he's one of those people that you kind of love to hate
0: type shit like a Kevin Durant of the fucking, of a fucking boxing. Like he just does so many things where he's like, it's easy to be like, bro, why the fuck you got a burner account tweet? Like, uh, but okay, skill-wise please. outside of this fight, I mean, let's go to our picks. I'm rocking female. I'm actually going to take a knockout here. I think Campa. Kampa's a cool fighter. He's never fought anyone as good as him. 34, one and one, but they're all against plumbers. I mean, not all plumbers, but he's, he lost to a dude that was, like, 11-7 and seven on his 30th fight. So, like, okay. yeah, like, he's not – I think this is just a fight to make Tia Fimo get used to 140 because Kampa is a natural 140-er. So, it's just a, hey, this is a dude who's 34-1-1, one and, one, and he's naturally a 140 fighter. Have fun with him, Tiofimo. We're going to have fun. Give me the KO. What's y'all's picks on this?
2: Shit, man, I'm going with an early KO, like four, five, fifth round, maybe.
0: I was taking, I was thinking six, seven, so we were not really too far
2: off. Yeah, so like, alright, then I'll put it from like three to five. So like, any, I think it's gonna be early KO, and I'm like, I'm hoping though it's more just like Tio is just looking like a dog, not like Tio's loading up <laughs> shots coming out on his front foot like, being heavy foot. So, I hope he just comes out and just looks fantastic, man. I want to see a great knockout. I want to see the old T.O. thing. I want to see 2019 T.O. I want to see 2018 T.O. I want to see all that shit, man, the tape back, man. When he was posing the Heisman jersey. I need to see that.
1: Yes, sir. Let him know, man. Don't make me go get. Don't make me go get some cash. It's not gonna be half as much as that. It's gonna be embarrassing.
2: But <laughs> hey, man, another thing I want to say, bro, when Chimbosis won the belts, everyone wanted to call him out, but when Teofimo won all the belts,
1: nobody from said No one playing. said
2: shit. No one said shit to Teofimo because they're like, they're like, damn, did he really just beat Lomachenko? He did what?
1: I thought I was the only one that saw that Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, all them boys had something to say with Kim Bosa. Nobody said shit when FEMA won that bit. I, I swore I was the only person that peeped
2: that. Hell oh, yeah, man. Everyone want to call out Kim Bosa. Oh, yeah, give me the
1: fight. Oh, yeah, let me get him. Oh, yeah. Want to fight in your
2: hometown? Bet. Yeah, <laughs> bet I fly over there. Yeah, I bet you want to fly over there, you scrub. But boom, when you see a Teofimo at 22 went undisputed, come on, man. Dudes wasn't fucking doing that. People wasn't even fighting for world title fights yet. And Teofimo was out here beating Insane. Pound for Pound and COVID, too. That was in COVID. So, like, he had the lockdown shit, too. So, hey,
0: man. man. What a dog, man. Man, Ken, wrap us up, man. Give us the final take on this episode.
1: Hey, man, so if you don't know, we team Teofimo over here. We really don't gotta tell you twice, so instead we're gonna let you know that this has been a totally good podcast podcast, bitch, your bitch, and we've been talking that big box and shit, real shit. Make sure you tune into the fight, tune into the to our MMA previews and X and um and picks, you feel me, dogs? And if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you and the person behind you that she's a bitch.
2: Got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your past Since this ain't not new We've been on that rock star
1: regimen Knowing that I'm having sent higher than I